0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Do Better, Be Better podcast. I'm Kevin Wright, and I am joined today by Raven. Woo! And Bailey, our special guest. Hello. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good.
1: Uh, you know, hanging out with friends online.
0: Cool, cool. So... Y'all know what day is coming up. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So in honor of that, I felt like we should switch gears and get some more serious things, you know, that's going on. Specifically with the black community and uh, people of color. The issues that they're still facing to this day. And how the fight still goes on for us to be on the same level as each other so first topic what issue do you think is the biggest issue that we're still facing today that they were fighting for back in you know like the 60s and the 50s what do you think Ray?
2: Um, okay, that's a good question. Huh. I think... um, I want to say education. Yeah, I want to say that. Education,
0: yeah. How so?
2: Because though... You know, in the past, they were they were, of course, fighting so that you know, blacks and whites can be in the same classrooms and things like that. But I personally feel like there are still, of course, um, disparities in like minority communities when it comes to education. You know, like, just as far as books, programming, and things like that. And I feel like the education system, and again, I always say, like, I can only speak from what I know. (laughs) And just being in Chicago, I do feel like the education system is still pretty segregated. Like, it's still pretty segregated. Really? Yes, yes.
0: What about you, Bailey? What do you think? You think it's still pretty segregated?
1: Um, yeah, but I wouldn't say that it's because of education. I would say actually a lot more because people just don't move away from where where they grew up enough. And because people, like, they get comfortable with where they lived. So then they don't, like, ever move out from there. And then because of that, like, the same cultures end up staying in the same places. And they congregate together. There's not as much mixing as there should be.
0: And what do you guys think about politicians trying to get rid of critical race theory? Like they're trying to have them stop teaching that in the classrooms, which I didn't even know they was teaching. Right.
1: I don't even know what that is. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Never even heard of it before.
0: You want to explain it to it, Ray?
2: Oh, wow, put me in the spotlight. I just pretty much figured out this, the actual, you know, <laughs> meaning of it last night. Um, but from what I researched, from what I researched, from what I understand, is that racism is kind of like embedded in America. Like, you know how some, uh, a lot of people say everything isn't about race? Critical race theory says that it is indeed about race. Everything.
0: Yeah, it includes the theories on class and economic structure, and the law, and it's examining how the U.S. law is perpetua- perpetuating the racism that's still in society. And I see like a lot of politicians are trying to get that completely removed, and they don't want to—they don't want people discussing it, and they say it's <laughs> actually racist of black people <laughs> to try to <laughs> say that whites are evil and it's because of white people that this racism is still going like they are literally saying that
1: Yeah, I mean like I've never heard of this before but I grew up in a very very white community um, so like for me when I hear that theory that everything it comes from like race arguments whatever I'm like, that doesn't even compute in my head, because it's never been a real issue for me. And also, like, trying to compress all the issues that are going on into one specific reason just kind of, to me, doesn't make logical sense. Because um, there's obviously way more issues going on than just the race thing. Um I mean yeah it's obviously a thing that's happening and i think that's something that came from a very long history of slavery in our country and then like and to be honest like america has always been going back and forth on the whole immigration thing for like years even though we're built on immigration never made much sense to me um so i don't know like call it, I, 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 I don't know if it's so much a a I think people try to blame racism too much. I think they try to chalk everything up to racism a little bit too much in my opinion.
0: So what do you say to those people of color that say it is affecting them because they can't even get jobs because even though they're qualified they are hire someone white before they hire them just because of the color they skin.
1: Um... Uh... Well, personally, I would say if somebody's getting hired because of the color of their skin, then you don't want to work at that place anyway. Mm. Um, and then the other point is like, if you just if you go like, oh, they didn't hire me because I'm not this specific thing, there's usually more to it than that. Um, people who are in hiring positions have a lot more things to be looking at than just what color their skin is. They're also looking at like, potentially, how is this person going to interact with the rest of the employees and everything? Um, which, I mean, I'm, I've never hired anybody, so I don't even know where you would start on that kind of thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I think they're definitely more looking at, like, would this person actually fit into our company or not? Whether they're good at picking out people or not is a completely different thing. That's just how good at the job they are.
0: So I want to get into your first point when you said if you wouldn't they shouldn't even want to be there if that's how you know they're going to be treated you know you want to work for a company so that brings up a point because that brings us to the argument that i had with someone uh on twitter Uh, so i don't know if you know but i used to stream i used to uh, do gaming streams on twitch and I stopped after a lot of people was doing a lot of hate raids against people of color and um, yeah. gay people and stuff. And Twitch would do nothing about it. Twitch, yeah. like I... people was literally begging for Twitch to help and they wasn't doing anything. So I stopped. I was like, you know what? Since it don't seem like it's a big issue for Twitch, then I'm just not going to stream there anymore. And I moved on. And I called out hypocrites of people who kept saying, like, oh, this is so bad and whatever. And they stayed on Twitch. And then the person, uh, she said that she pretty much said I went about it the wrong way. And she tried to use another black person against me saying this person stayed, uh, You know, and it's trying and saying that she wants to, you know, be included and stuff. And I was trying to explain to her that I'm not going to beg some white person to include me into something. You know, I'm not like I can go somewhere else. Like, that's not me. And I told her, don't try to weaponize another black person against me (laughs) because everybody goes about stuff in their own way. It's like, I'm not going to trash other black persons just because they chose to stay. Like, hey, she wants to be included. She wants to uh, make sure her voice gets heard and stuff. But that's not my fight. And you can't say what I'm doing is wrong. And I think that's a problem. Like, I don't believe somebody who's not fighting the same fight or doesn't, doesn't even know what I'm experiencing should be telling me how I should go about you know uh, standing up for myself
1: right yeah I mean like I think that's more of a uh, difference of priorities it's like what, what is more important to you is it like you're your, uh, like how much effort are you gonna put into like being a twitch streamer still even with all these other issues going on I mean like yeah it's not uncommon for like uh, people in minority groups to get like the hate rates and everything and I think the whole it, it it's it's difficult it's a complicated thing um for twitch YouTube and all the other streaming platforms to find a solution to that because let's be honest like people who are doing those raids most of them are just 13 year old computer nerds with nothing else better to do that's a random computer program that they wrote up and it's just playing. Like it's not like like a group of people or or like um it's not actually like a group of people going into somebody's Twitch channel and spamming. Like there is no real purpose to those kind of raids uh specifically. That's just some some little brat fucking around and and just wanting to be an asshole on the internet. And you can't stop that. Like that's just always going to be a thing. Um Now, as far as, like, how far you're willing to go to fight that or ignore it or how you're going to react to it, I think that's just up to whoever is dealing with it at that moment. I mean, like, for you, you didn't find it worth it to continue doing that because you didn't need that kind of negativity in your life. Meanwhile, this other person's, like, they were pursuing something more and needed to find a different solution to get past it. What
0: do you think, Rick?
2: Um, okay, (laughs) well, of course, as I always say, like, as you said, Kevin, um, you can't really dictate someone's fight, like how they choose to fight it. So that's how I feel like I'm, I'm on the side of that. Like you can't, when it comes to this fight, I always say everybody has a place in it. You know, everyone has a place in it. Like you say, some people choose to stay, some people choose to leave. I personally feel like um, if we are not welcome in certain environments, in certain spaces, we should have the room to make spaces for us, for ourselves. And I'ma be honest, I'ma go a step further. When we make those spaces, if we are creating them to be safe spaces for people of color, I feel like those spaces should stay for people of color because, um like it was stated we can't really do anything about you know the young people that's getting on the app doing all of these things but nevertheless it does make people of color like it does it can do something to us mentally and so for us to be able to have our own spaces is very very important and then when we create those spaces because i know that um you know sometimes when we create those spaces we get a lot of backlash Like, oh, now now y'all being racist because y'all have created these spaces and then y'all won't let us in. But I just feel like mentally for our mental, you know, sanity when it comes to these situations, I do feel like we need our own spaces. We need to create our own spaces. And again, that doesn't take away from the people who decide to stay in the spaces that are already created, you know, because for some people, they want to be they want to be in those spaces. And they're going to fight to be in those spaces. So, you know, just like in the past, you know, when they were um back to the education thing, when they were fighting for schools to be um integrated, some black people, you know, people wanted it to be integrated. But some people felt like, no, nah, let's just create our own schools. You know, let's just create our own communities. So, yeah, it's I think it's room for both, you know, in a
1: fight. Can I can I can I ask a question? Yes. Um so uh right like what you're basically saying is like there is room, like segregation is a option for a solution. Is that basically what you're saying? Like people creating their own spaces, that is quote unquote segregation. Like that's kind of the definition of it. Um so like so you are you saying, like, is segregation sometimes okay?
2: Yes, I am. That's what I'm
0: saying.
1: Huh. Interesting.
0: There are people who say that segregation was a good idea executed poorly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah see I'm completely on the opposite side like I've always been a person who likes traveling around like meeting people who are completely different from me Mm -hmm. come from completely different backgrounds just to kind of like get their view on random stuff um so like when I when I think of like not being able to interact with people because like well, I mean, and granted, I can't force someone to interact with me. <laughs> <laughs> Nor would I want to force them to interact with me. But I think it's—it would be kind of sad to like always just live in like the same environment for an entire life. Like for me, it just seems kind of boring. It, it kind of becomes like an echo chamber mm-hmm. of the same ideas.
2: And I mean, personally, think- oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Oh,
0: oh, my bad. <laughs> I was just about to say,
1: I—I I think.
0: It's not complete segregation. Right, it's right. Having our own space. It's like oh my god, sorry. Uh it's like you know there's a Bollywood. That's uh full of uh Indian people. I think it's a uh, Indian Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh and but those actors still come to Hollywood to be in movies and stuff. Mhm. So like they have their own space where they could get new movies off and stuff. They have their own award shows, all of that. Exactly. And they could still participate in the main Hollywood if they want. Like, there's an option. And some of them do. Mm-hmm. Some of them started in Bollywood, migrated over. Same thing with uh, Korea. Matter of fact, the guy, the main actor on the Squid Games, he was famous in his country. And he came over here, you know, Squid Games blew up uh, an ignorant reporter going to say, hey, how does it feel to go from nobody to somebody? Right. She Mm -hmm. said something along those lines to him. And he looked at her crazy and he didn't snap at her. He just (laughs) says, you know, all of this uh, new fame, you know, is kind of overwhelming, you know, stuff like that. And then she had to you know, double back and apologize because his fans attacked him because he's like he's super famous in our country. Like, you should know about people before you go to interview them and say stupid stuff mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: Well, research. I mean, like, that's, that's a poorly worded question, but think about it the other way. I was like, yeah, there's a Korean actor who's only famous in Korea is now coming over to Hollywood, which has a broad range of different actors from different cultures like and Hollywood fame is a lot bigger than just fame in Korean movies not to say that one's better than the other quite personally I don't mind Korean movies I watch them all the time um but like the amount of watchers of Korean movies is very different from the amount of watchers of let's say Squid Game which did blew up in the west So, like, in this reporter's mind, not that, like, it's still a bad question. I think it was a dumb question to ask, Um, but I think, or maybe a poorly worded question. In her mind, she's going, how does it feel to go from having this niche audience in Korea to now being internationally famous? Like I think that's roughly where she was getting at. And then of course fans blew up at her because she didn't word the the question correctly. And that unfortunately is just like her not being good at her job, but I don't I, I don't think that really that that example specifically or maybe the other way to look at it maybe it does have to do with the topic. I had to think about that for a second. Um in the sense of like that Korean actor was confused because he had been living in an echo chamber in the, in Korean movies in the Korean movie space of uh, like in his chamber he is really famous like and all of his audience they know him and everything but then he went over to another chamber and suddenly nobody knew who he was so like i think i think and that that's that's why i'm saying it's like the mixing of the cultures is a good thing I don't think that people should all be in their own echo chambers because it's just then nobody's ever gonna meet different groups nobody's ever gonna meet the different perspectives
0: see and that's the thing that he had came that he had um rebutted against that exact argument and he kind of slammed america uh because he was saying america americans act like they are the center of the universe agreed because he goes to other countries. Other people from other countries do know him in his movies. But it's here that everyone we act like we are the best. Like, oh now you're famous <laughs> here, you're famous everywhere. Right. Exactly. And but that wasn't the case. Uh, just because he just because he's big in Korea, their movies get pushed all over different countries over there so he goes to europe people know him like he has fans all over the world that people knew him before squid games and that was his point
1: yeah and it's a fair point to make but again again i'm going back to that's because it's it's um K dramas in general, like they they have a very niche audience, and yeah, there's there's people who are into K dramas all over the planet. But at the same time, that is a very niche genre of movies. Um, that it, it's it's not quite as big of an audience as like Disney, for example. Just to throw big names out there, like Disney has like billions of dollars worth of revenue every single year off of like ticket sales and whatever. And um, and I'm not a fan of Disney whatsoever. Never really have been. Uh, but you gotta say, like, you have to admit that Disney movies are way more popular than whatever studios are making are in Korea. Which I don't. I couldn't even name one off the top of my head. I would have to look it up. Like, and granted, I I grew up in America, so it's, obviously I'm surrounded by Disney. But even if you go to Korea, like, people in Korea know what Disney is.
0: But don't you think that proves (laughs) the argument that we're just ignorant of other cultures? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I I watched a documentary and a woman from... um, What's it called? Uh, uh, Tasmania? Tanaysia? Ah, I forgot the name of the country. Uh, But she said... uh, She knows everything about American culture. She likes the music. She likes the food and stuff. But she said America doesn't take the time to find out about her culture Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or things she cares about and stuff. And she said, and she feels like that's the biggest problem with America. We got so big and high and mighty and we think that we're the be all when it comes to anything. And that's how black people feel about white people. It's like with the Grammy situation. Sometimes they don't even air when black people get awards. They do it off screen, just hand it to them. Sometimes black people or other people of color have the best projects and they still give it to someone white. And sometimes the white people will be like, Hey, uh, I don't think I deserve this. You know, uh, this person's stuff was way better than mine.
1: Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever take anything that happens at the Grammys very seriously because, like, that's all a, a, a big—that's a show. That's that's not even like an actual award ceremony, in my opinion. That's yeah, like, people- and I mean. I, I mean, I'm part of the anime community and we're always, like, talking about, like, how anime's, ne- like, rarely ever included in the animation awards. So I get that. Um, but as far as what we see on TV from the Grammys, they have very select amount of stuff that they can air uh, in the time slots, and it's more for making money off of commercials than anything else. Um, but I, I, I want to go back to your point on, like, how yeah like i absolutely agree america is terrible at exploring other cultures and everything but i think segregating into our own little niche places is not the solution to that the solution would be going and exploring other cultures and like talking with people not separating ourselves into little groups and and not like letting other people get involved on that like it, it 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 almost sounds like yeah, it, it is perpetuating the issue. If we just like se- go like, oh, you're, I'm not welcoming your culture, well, you're not welcome in my culture either. Like that, it's like that sounds like a a, a children's solution. Well, like huh, kids huh, do. We're not saying
0: we're not saying that people aren't welcome. Right, we're, right. We're creating spaces for ourselves. It's like exactly. the Asian community. They seem that. White people wasn't including them. Matter of fact, they are even more on the outside because they feel like they're not included because everything is literally black and white. Like, it's all about black and white people. So they created their own award shows and everything. And now they're doing their own movies and films and stuff like that. Because they're like, if you're just going to give us stereotypical roles, you're not going to give us starring roles. We're going to create our own stuff. They created their own award shows to honor people in the community.
2: And that's That's okay.
0: And
2: that is okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, people are more than welcome to start up their own stuff if they're not succeeding wherever they are. Like, yeah, absolutely. Start up your own thing, do your own thing and everything. But the, but, um, doing it the same way that the other group is doing it is not necessarily going to fix the actual issue because you because going back to what raven said earlier um you said because twitch wasn't doing enough to stop the harassment and everything on there that you want to create another website specifically for black creators to post their stuff do their own thing but what if there are white creators who also want to be on that platform.
2: Then they like should create that, one. that would
1: be the other thing. Sorry, say that again? They should
2: create a, you know, a site so that they can be on.
1: So you're saying those white creators wouldn't be allowed on the black
2: platform? Now, so this is what I'm saying. Okay, let me clear it up. <laughs> so, I'm not necessarily saying like on a broad spectrum... We should segregate. I'm not going to go that extreme. Like, we should, you know, we should be in our own communities. We should have our own stores. I'm not saying that. I know some people, you know, believe that. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, But what I'm saying is we should be able to have spaces that we feel safe in. For example, my nonprofit is for black women who deal with um, depression and anxiety. Now, I'm not saying we would turn away someone of another race. We would provide with, you know, we would provide them resources that they may need to deal with these mental issues. But within our space, within our support groups, we will just have black women. So I do feel like we do need certain spaces in order to just protect our own mental stability. Now, it may not be a website. Because again, like with a website, you can't really, you can't really vet people like that. You know, anybody can come in and say, well, I'm black. It's a website. So anybody could be like, I'm black and you know, they're not. So, um, I'm not saying like in spaces like that, cause then it's going to take it to the extreme, you know? Oh, well you can't get in cause you, why you can't do this, you know? And <clears throat> sorry, I had to pull my throat. Yeah, so I'm saying like not in spaces like that, like as far as websites and stuff, because you can't really, there's no real, I mean, you can try to do it, but it's a headache. But in other spaces, in smaller spaces, I do feel like it is important to have those smaller spaces, you know, support groups, um, just smaller spaces, you know, I'm not saying like go and create a restaurant and only black people could come in the restaurant.
0: My, my whole thing with that, you guys keep saying, like, it's not possible websites. I keep seeing when stuff happens to other people, uh, people who might even present white, mm-hmm. like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Somebody hate rated her. Uh, it was a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she's African. Right. Like, she's half African. Uh, So, but you know, she presents some people will say white, you know, right? Uh, But because people said they harassed her because she was a woman, he got immediately taken off. Like, Mm -hmm. they uh, suspended his account for two weeks and stuff, right? Off of that, and that is why black creators are mad because it's saying. When something happens to somebody like that, mm-hmm. oh, you hit the button. You out right, of right? Right. What These platform other was people this? Was trying to Twitch. Okay. okay. You see? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I see yeah. people posting, "Hey, this person or this account, like even if you say it's a robot account, whatever, mm-hmm. did this to me. Exactly. Do something about it. The exactly. account is not is not getting banned. Nothing's happening." To the account but when stuff happens to the big white creators oh it's a wrap
2: right it's over then
0: and i'm not <laughs> really calling her white like because she's half uh african i i hate actually when people talk about people and they don't get it correct mm-hmm. like there was uh, even a whole thing about her saying Nigga, and it's like yo she's half african she's black mm-hmm. so right right like <laughs> just because <laughs> I- I- her skin is white like, even if you have a problem with white people saying this, like, get the facts straight. Right. She's half black. Right, right. you and, know and I, if this you, was back in the 50s, 40s, people would still call her the hard R. Right, cause, but you know how <laughs> I feel about it. I,
2: I feel like should nobody be saying that word.
0: <laughs> True.
2: I feel like nobody in in any race should be saying
1: that word. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a I think it's very much like a, I mean, granted, I'm looking at this from the the other side of the equation, so I probably shouldn't comment on it, but the way that I've heard it Mm -hmm. from other people is that it's kind of like a a joking, self-deprecating thing a lot of the time, or maybe sometimes not joking, I don't know, everybody has their own thing. But it would be like somebody in the anime community calling themselves Weep. Like, we're allowed to use Weep Mm -hmm. because for us, it's kind of like a self-deprecating joke thing. But if people outside the community started saying it in a derogatory sense, it's a little bit different. Right. Um, So, yeah, no, I I get why people use the N-word. I personally don't because I did not grow up in that culture. Um, So, like, nobody around me ever used it. So I wasn't allowed to use it. Wait,
0: do you listen Um, to rap?
1: Ever, yeah, yeah. I listen to rap.
0: Okay, I got a question for you. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> how does it make you... Well, I don't know how many black people you do be around, <laughs> but how does it make you feel that you're... You know, everybody likes to sing along to songs, but that one word, you could say the whole song, but the one word, you gotta mute yourself. Like, how does that really make you feel?
1: uh well personally i'm terrible at rapping so i tend not to sing along to rap songs it's quite embarrassing um but when i do i mean like i don't know i don't mute myself because that's just the lyrics of the song i didn't like i didn't write the lyrics the the song artists did so i'm going to respect what they chose my my i i have a background in in music my whole family is is into music mm-hmm. so um for me it's like it, it's not up to me to choose the lyrics um at the same time, for me it's more about like what the content of the song is. Like what are they actually talking about? Okay, like because Biggie. Like,
0: um, so you heard that song, um uh where he goes, Super Nintendo Sega Genesis when I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture you know that.
1: I think I've heard that one before,
0: So yeah. on the chorus he say on a radio version it says, If you don't know, now you know But the real version is, if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Like, so. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) 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 That's
1: kind
0: of funny. So, it's like, if if you're sitting in the car and a song comes on. And, you know, you just, you know, bobbing your head and then it comes on. You're like, now you know, nigga. Like, you don't. Do you think that people should get hate? For just reciting the lyrics. Because you just said. You don't mute yourself. Because it's just the lyrics. So how does it make you feel when white people. Where they try to cancel them. For just reciting a song.
1: Dude I get annoyed when radio stations mute out the word fuck. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Like I listen to like um, a lot of garage music. And like um, early thousands um, punk. Mm Mm-hmm. And like they'll have swear words in it, and you listen to it on the radio, and they mute out the swear words. And I was like, God damn it, that was the best part of the song. <laughs> so like, no, nah, I think I think uh, any kind of editing of lyrics is just kind of dumb. But that's just my opinion. I mean, what? people will people will censor out swear words whenever they want to.
0: Ray, what do you think? Uh, do you think white people should be canceled? if They or anybody? Because I remember. That uh, one girl we was both talking about, Gina Rodriguez, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Wasn't she... she just reciting the lyrics,
2: yeah. Um,
0: and they tried to get her out of here,
2: <laughs> she did more than that, but okay. Um, no, I'm just saying, was, and that I mean, was just like that, one... <laughs> that was just like the cherry on the top of everything that she was doing. That was just like, man, okay, now you're really acting up, but anywho. You know how I feel about it. I'm just gonna be honest. Um I, I just feel like it's <sighs> with this word you think white people gotta mute themselves. Yes. I feel oh. but let me yeah, yeah. I'ma say yeah. And <laughs> let me say this again, again, I don't condone anyone saying it. But mm-hmm. I feel like this is a case of, like, it is not, I don't care if it's a song. I don't care. If black people are stating, we do not feel comfortable with other races of people, not just white people, but with other races of people using this word, I do not understand how hard that is to just respect. I get that it's, it's the lyrics to a song. I understand that. But if you're offending someone, and again, I can't really, because it ain't really, like I always say, I can't be a hypocrite, because I be saying, well, it ain't my fault if I offend you. But still, um, I feel like if someone is telling you, they do not want you to you, and I just, it feels kind of weird when I'm saying it, but <laughs> if so, <laughs> it does, it feels kind of weird when I'm saying it, like, you can't say that word, so, but anywho. I feel like if black people do um, feel like they don't want that word to be used, I feel like, I mean, how hard is it to respect that? Like how hard? And not even to respect it in general, like in the privacy of what you're doing. Like, cause ain't nobody, I mean, if you in your car and you just singing the song and you just say it, okay, but why would you get online and record it and be all out there? Like, come on now. And we already know black people don't. We already know black people don't want other races using this word. How hard is it? Like, this was a word
0: that... Because they black friends okayed it. Huh? Because they black friends okayed it. They black friends is like, ah, this is cool.
2: And I mean, see...
0: Go ahead, upload it.
1: I guess it's... That's the... I think...
0: think. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, Raven, are you more getting to the point of, like, just nobody should be using the word at all? Yes, but... Is that kind of, like, what you're trying to say? Yes, but simultaneously,
2: now that Kevin brought up that other point, like, okay, well, my black friend said I could use it, <laughs> I also feel like some people, some black people don't care. Like, some, you know, I mean, they cool with it. Like, they they cool with it. So, I guess it's really just on how you view it, you know, I guess, how you look <laughs> yeah, at I it. I think
0: that black people would literally have to come together and stop yeah,
2: saying
0: it. Yeah, stop putting yeah. And stop advertising it.
2: Exactly. And want
0: everybody else to stop using it. Exactly. Otherwise, you're just a hypocrite. Exactly. Like, you can say nigga all day, and I. i was saying like, if I was a I white, it, please, I please. I wish, I wish, I would not sing some of these
1: songs. <laughs> 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 it's well, I mean, it like, and and from a white person's perspective, we get like, honestly, like we we start feeling like we're missing out on something because we see, because. Hey, believe it or not, I know it's a wild thing out there. But we like rapid hip hop, like, just as much as everybody else does, like, rap and hip hop is a cool genre, you have a lot of personality there, you have a lot of people making some really cool stuff on there, and we want to be involved in wealth, and like, and then we go into it, and we gotta go, but we have to be careful about this one specific thing, and we gotta make sure not to step on this one specific thing, and like, and in my head, I go, like, art is art, like, that should never be censored, in my opinion, like, I don't, I don't think people should censor art regardless list. And like if people want to keep using the word, keep using the word, I probably wouldn't ever use it just because it's not in my basic vocabulary. Um and like it, it it just doesn't come naturally to me, but I have friends who use the word all the time and like I don't even blink. I go like they use it. I go like, yeah, they're just saying a word in in much the same sense I I say fuck every fifth word on a daily basis, like yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we should ever limit people on how to express themselves. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't think people should just be saying it in their everyday conversations, but okay.
1: <laughs> and that's also a perfectly valid thing to have. Um, obviously, everybody gets... Um, there are always... There's, there's always going to be... Things that certain people are more sensitive about than other things, and that's not a bad thing. I think that opens up the discussion of like um, tolerance and, and figuring out what's okay, what's not okay, where are boundaries? Boundaries are always important. And like, if if I ever find a friend who's just like, "Hey, I really hate it when you say this one specific thing, or you say it this one certain way," I mean, I always change how I say things. And I'm constantly apologizing to my friends because I don't have a filter. So, like, I don't think it's wrong to feel offended about it. But I also don't think that we should be telling other people that they have to feel offended about it.
2: Okay. Okay. And, I mean, we got bigger fish to fry anyway than a word, so. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's bigger fish to fry out here, so. (laughs)
1: yeah yeah well i mean i think it's more of a uh example of a um the the bigger issue
0: and to sum up like how i feel about the twitch thing i've read a a excerpt from uh, martin luther king's speech and it pretty much showed like how i felt on the subject Mm -hmm. uh and you know uh, i'm not that religious but he just mentions God in here but so he says God sent us by here to say to you that you're not treating his children right and we've come by here to ask you to make the first item on your agenda fair treatment where God's children are concerned now if you're not prepared to do that we do have an agenda that we must follow and our agenda calls for withdrawing economic support from you and that's how I feel about it it's like yo if we are not being treated fairly if you guys will bend over backwards for your white creators but people of color uh, people who are uh, gay are all getting hate and you guys are doing the bare minimum to stop it then I think we should go somewhere else there's other streaming platforms and everything you can go to. If you're mm-hmm. stuck in a contract, I know you got to honor that. But when it's done, you know, just let your fans know we're moving because that's where you got to hit companies in their pockets. When they did exactly. that bus boycott, when they couldn't sit on the part of the bus that they wanted, like people tried to say like, oh, she stayed on the bus, you know. Yeah, to start off the boycott, because after that, they didn't ride that bus for over a year. No black people rode it and they pockets got hit until they caved in and said, hey, y'all can say whatever y'all want. You know, we're not going to treat you badly. You know, if somebody say something, we'll protect you guys. And that's barely we want. (laughs) from <laughs> yeah <laughs> barely yeah, and that's all we want from twitch it's like yo make it seem like we're we are all equal here like we want the same treatment like somebody come at us and we ask you to deal with it we want you to deal with it if not then i think we should hit their pockets and get them out of here it's like yo we can leave there's a lot of big giant uh black creators a lot of giant uh gay creators that's out there and we can all just leave and go somewhere else to another platform and people always try to say it's difficult and hard mm-hmm. you know how hard it is not to ride public transportation to get to where you gotta go exactly. and you gotta walk and find other trans- this is your jobs Exactly. your jobs and everything is at risk and he even said something about that too Martin Luther King said he has said to people who wouldn't come out to protest and everything. He was like, so you might be thinking, what about my job and all of that stuff? And what's going to happen to me? And he said, you need to start thinking about what's going to happen to that person that's being oppressed. Mm -hmm. That person who's getting all of this hate. Like, you worried about your job and stuff when there's more important stuff to go on. And, like, I felt bad because, you know, I once didn't walk out at work in <laughs> protest just because I was so concerned about the dollar
1: mm-hmm. you know?
0: and I was like you know what that's messed up I should have went out there
1: I don't think you should have felt bad about that I, I think I think, I think, think that a lot of people underestimate the 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 fact that there's people with other priorities out there because like I, th- I think every- everybody has, like, different priorities in their life. Whether it's, like, they have a family to support. or They got to make sure that they are eating properly. Maybe they have, like, a health issue that they got to think about. And it's going to be different for everybody. I don't think that, like, guilt-tripping people into, like, supporting whatever movement is going on is actually going to help the issue. If anything, it's probably going to turn people away from it. Um, so, like, I think... And, like, the the taking your your example specifically of like not walking out on your job because you were worried about your finances that's not a bad thing like those other people who did walk out they had some kind of room to or space to to deal with that whereas as opposed to you whether it was physically or mentally like you didn't have the room to deal with it that's not a bad thing everybody's always in a different space at any moment
0: I look at it as an though, because I I forget where I heard it. It's a quote. Ray, you might know it, but somebody once said that uh, ah, it's a quote. It said that when they came for uh, I think it's like my brother or something, I stood by and did nothing. And then Mm. when they came for me, there was nobody to help me out. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's how I look. It's like I was so comfortable being just like, and I think that's the problem. Black people used to get stuff done and change because they went out and they stood together and they said, "You know what? You know, uh, we're either gonna go up together or we're gonna go down together." Mm-hmm. Like everybody can't be silent. I mean, right. that's why a lot of slavery it lasted for a long time. A lot of people didn't want to leave the plantation. Like they had the Underground Railroad going, and people. Would still not leave, and then that would end up getting people caught. Because it's like we all gotta go, right? Like if somebody stay here, you're risking us all going down. Exactly. It's like exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think that sometimes when it's big issues like this, matter of fact, I think it was in Iceland. Uh, women was trying to fight for the equal rights. They saw American women do it. So they wanted to do that for their country. So uh, I think it was like towards the end of the 70s, early 80s, 93% of women in the country walked out of their jobs to show uh, how important they was to the job force. And pretty much everything shut down. And then they got their rights. Those people threw away caution and a concern for their jobs, for the betterment of everyone. And it worked out for them in the long run. They had their first woman president, a single mother too. And you know the stigma against single mothers. And she ended up being like their first president and everything. So it's like, sometimes people... We need to stick together and stop thinking about just ourselves mm-hmm. and we need to think about what's gonna happen to the other people involved
2: and really and us
0: Native American... huh really us too
2: you get what I'm saying because <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> me you it's paused. Less too much. <laughs> like- I'm saying like not just oh I was, what, I was
0: about to let you go off
2: oh not, not, just what, not just what's gonna happen to the other people, but what's gonna happen to us too because like even exactly. when back then you know when Dr. King was making that speech and stuff it, any any black people like it was up it was up for them with white people like it was up if we see you in the streets doing something we don't like it's up so you know any it could be at that time it could have been any black person and like even now people of color in general anything I ain't even gonna just say I ain't even just gonna say it's about race anything that happens that people can you know sit by and watch it can happen to anybody it can happen to them so not just to say you know Stick up for your brother and sister because, you know, it, it it might happen to them. But it might happen to you, too.
0: But. Yeah, look what happened to the Native Americans. Right. And they're still trying to fight. Like, they try to build with that pipeline through. Like, black people wanted everybody to come out for Black Lives Matter. But what was the black people that was helping them?
2: Out? Exactly. Exactly. Or the Asian
0: people. When the coronavirus first hit, people started bashing uh, Asian-Americans beating them and stuff, spitting at them, saying racist stuff. Exactly. And a lot of Asian people showed up for the Black Lives Matter uh, marches. But where were them for Asian lives? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, we sit back sometimes and watch these other people deal with stuff and it's not right. Even back then in the <laughs> 60s and 70s when it was stigmatized like gay people was hated there was laws against like you couldn't be gay mm-hmm. and a lot of these black groups still marched with them still marched with them even though the stigma and everything because people need to be treated fairly
2: I mean yeah I get what you're saying too yeah I think
1: I think that's definitely a good point of like, um, I think, I think, uh, the, the whole, like the do better kind of thing that, that, uh, this podcast is named after. I think that goes for anybody. Um, of like, if something bad is going on, like, yeah, if you have the ability to say something, say something. I always think so. I always still take the, sh- the stance of like, if somebody doesn't say something, because like, there's other shit going on I wouldn't blame them either. I, I don't think I would ever blame somebody for being a bystander. I would. It's like if they're not involved then then, or if they can't if they don't have the ability to help out for whatever reason like I don't think it's good to guilt someone for that um, but yeah if you do have the ability to do something yeah absolutely do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of, one of the the, the best stories I ever heard from my grandmother who she's like 80 something years old or right now and like she grew up in in Illinois and the Schomburg area in the suburbs and everything and like so and she was part of you know the upper middle class white community right hmm. and the the she remembers when the first black person ever moved into her neighborhood and like she remembers it so distinctly because she was always astounded when her friend's parents talked about how the properties uh or the the property what do you call it prices were all going to decrease oh, the value, yeah. like the value. yeah the value of the properties were all going to decrease and everything like she legit saw that in person and like and to us we go like that's such an old-timey argument like that couldn't possibly happen anymore Um, But she also remembers like her family being the first ones to like go over and welcome them to the neighborhood because back then they didn't have internet they had to actually meet their neighbors and talk to their neighbors (laughs) and um, yeah and she remembers like being friends with that group but like she's also she was always a very liberal person in my life and like she's great to talk to whenever about like those kind of stories.
0: But even that jester is doing something. A lot of people say, like, they can't do anything, but it just takes one small action. Like, it it doesn't have to be big. You don't have to chain yourself to poles or something outside. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, if that's not for you, you don't have to do that. But there's always something that can be done somewhere, somehow
1: yeah, I think the hardest part comes from like the people who do grow up in those environments where, like their parents aren't as welcoming of different cultures. And like because they grow up in that environment, they don't know how to be open to new cultures. Like they don't know how to ask questions or how to be okay with someone doing something a little bit differently from them. And like that's that's, again, going back to Ray's point earlier about like the lack of education. And the lack of, like, just talking to people. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. Martin
0: Luther King said... Um, that... He don't... He didn't think that... Uh, our biggest problem was the Ku Klux Klan... Or the white citizens counselor but he thought it was the white people who stay silent or who prefers a negative peace which is the absence of tension uh, to a positive peace which is the presence of justice he said they will agree with you in the goal you seek but they don't agree with the methods of direct action uh, and he thinks that a lot of these people advise the Negro to wait for a more convenient season. And I mm-hmm. hear that a lot. Like, even with the girl who was arguing with me on Twitter, it's like they're always saying it's not the right time to mm-hmm. be doing something, you know, or, you know, maybe you shouldn't do it like this.
2: How are you but telling like, me? You said what? I said, and how you telling me? What time is right to fight my battle? But continue. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, and people was always trying to say, maybe this isn't the right time. Maybe you should wait for a better time to do something. And and I, I really hate that. I hate pushing off stuff, especially important stuff. I really, like, it's a it's more than a pet peeve like I really get really furious about it when people push off things that could be important and detrimental to other people like even just telling somebody something important late like ah I'm tired I'll just do it tomorrow you know and it's like why just do it especially now back in the day like Bailey said you had to actually go out to see people you know not everybody has cell phones You had to mail a letter that took seven to ten days, stuff like that.
1: Seven to ten days. Try like a month.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And now we have most
1: people didn't have cell phones; they didn't exist. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And now we have instant messaging. Like, if you get somebody a message in like three to five seconds, and people are still refusing to like give them messages like early, like or when they get it, when they get the information, they wait to spread it and it's like that is a problem that's a problem waiting is bad people think we got all the time in the world oh you know uh, i'm so young i can wait until i'm like 70 or whatever oh no, man action has to start now
1: yeah i mean i've always been a procrastinator i've always been one to hesitate in sending any messages because <laughs> like i'm quick to anger so I always have to take a pause, step back, and see if there's like something else bigger going on uh, in an argument, whether it's from my side or their side. Like I don't know. Like I I agree. Like once you're you're firm and like oh I need to take action. Yeah, go ahead, take action. Like if you know that you need to do it. Um, but I'm also always been one to hesitate before I jump into a situation. <laughs>
0: What about you Ray what you got to say
2: Um I agree Uh, (laughs) Cause I know I know that I have a A a messed up attitude So yeah sometimes I do have to think about stuff you know Before I do it Um But as far as like the fighting you know For the racial stuff And all that Nah I'm jumping right in I'm jumping right in you (laughs) (laughs) and it's like because i know that personally like you know like i always say everybody has their place in this you know in this so like there are some people who are gonna march they're gonna be on the front lines they're gonna be you know um people are they're gonna experience the violence they're gonna experience all of that i'm not that person i'm not marching i would rather that's why i feel like i can react quickly because I'm not one of them. Now, if it's something like really, really huge, then yeah, I, I go out there and march. But just on a daily basis, like there are activists that go out, they march They, you know, they're hitting the pavement. But for me, for me, my role in this fight isn't the, you know, hit the pavement, go out and march. That's why I started my nonprofit because my, um, my role in this is to heal people. I'll say that. It's to heal people, <laughs> so I can react. You know, I can react quick in that way. But like, as far as the marching, like for somebody who's on the front lines, they can't really react as quickly as I am able to, because you never know. Like when you're out there on those front lines and you are reacting quickly, and you're, you know, you're not thinking like your temper is as bad as mad, and you're not thinking you could be gone. You could be gone. I'm sorry, you know, you could be gone. And like, then what good was it? Because it's like a lot of people say, you know, if you're not willing to die in this fight, then you're not really in it. But at this point, we can't have that, you know, mindset, because what is it? I mean, what, what's the point? We have, you know, we have Does
0: the- spark a revolution.
2: They do, but you have to think about it like this all of these black people who have died on the front lines and who have died and been murdered brutally. It's like things change, but they haven't changed the way that they should. They haven't changed the way that they should have. And I just feel bad. And like, I always say the martyrs, like I always say, some of them did not choose to be martyrs. Some of them did not choose. Some of them were just trying to get home to their families some of them were you know just going to work some of them were just riding down the street some of them didn't choose this they didn't choose to be martyrs so it's like yeah okay for the bigger for the greater good that's great that's fine but some of them didn't choose that some of them had wives and kids at home that were waiting on them to get home and they you know it's like okay yeah you know he started a revolution We're marching and stuff. We're seeing these things change. But it's like, okay, for what? Because when George Floyd was murdered, it's like we had all of these marches. We had all of these rallies and stuff. And now, look at us. In the black communities, in the poorer black communities, we still don't have stores because those stores didn't have the abilities to recover. They didn't have the ability to recover like when you go downtown you can see a bigger store that has recovered they had insurance they got all their merchandise back and people are shopping but then you go to the smaller stores that were impacted by the riots and stuff and they still haven't opened like some of these stores have had to close down there are so many stores in the black communities that have not opened back up from the you know rallies and the marches and then you think about it and you're like he wasn't even trying to be a martyr he was just trying to get home he
0: was just trying to go to the store.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's because these new black people don't know how to riot. How are you going to destroy your own neighborhood? Right! What exactly! That? Yeah. That's what I'm riot? saying! You <laughs> can't destroy your own stuff. I remember, like, my Aldi's was closed and all this stuff. It's like, yo, what are you doing? Right! Go to the white people it, or those people who, like, burnt down the police station. Right! Like, yo, if you're gonna do it, it's not like I'm condoning it, but if you're gonna do it, don't come to our neighborhood. Right! Now we're looking stupid! And, 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 it. and then it's like, <laughs> black people don't even know how to stand together. Exactly. There was, uh, when they was uh, marching down by, what was it, Little Village? There's a lot of different, uh, Latin gangs down there that don't like each other. Mm-hmm. They came together and kept you know black protesters out exactly like if it was black you couldn't even come through the and it was like they could come together they can stop hurting them each other to come together for something they know is more important and bigger they can't have exactly. their stores and stuff all burnt down and stuff like some of these people came over from mexico with just a few dollars in their pocket built it up to this little store that they're trying to maintain for their family, and then uh, some protesters want to come burn that down? Right. No. Right. They came together and stopped that. It's like, no. We're exactly. going to stop this because this is more important. We got to protect our community because these fools is crazy. And like right. I was totally against it. Like When I first heard it, I was like, okay. And then when I seen it was burning down their own neighborhood. Right. Like, what?
2: <laughs> you went down the street. Like, what are
0: you doing?
2: You literally walked yeah. down the street. I mean, I-
1: Yeah, I think the whole, the, a lot of when it comes to like protesting and everything, most people like, they're just angry and they're just like, they're letting out their anger on whatever's in front of them, which um, unfortunately happened to be within their own neighborhoods. Uh, and I think that's just like a, a, again, one of those like, what's your priority here? Is it the safety of your community or is it this one thing that you're angry about? um and yeah i think that goes back to like what's the correct method of, of fighting exactly like there's something that we're fighting for right here but then how are we gonna do it and everybody's gonna disagree on how that's gonna be right. done
2: it should definitely shouldn't be to where now we can't go down the street and get food because y'all messed up y'all own grocery store in y'all own community
0: hmm And it's even worse, you know, since COVID, like, right (laughs) now, like, we all got nothing came back.
2: We have nothing, like nothing in these (laughs) communities. And it's crazy. Like this man was murdered and we are, we ain't move forward now. Like we are actually in a worse position than we were because we don't have anything in our communities because we messed it all up. And we don't care. We don't care. I mean, I care. We care. But <laughs> as, as a majority, we don't care. We do not care. And that's sad. And even like any little thing, like there's been like little, um, like, I don't know, um, just little things that have happened, like little racial thing. And not, I ain't going to say little, but racial things that have happened, they go right back out and start trying to loot and stuff. And it's like... Th- I mean, come on now. Come on now. Like, what? I mean...
1: That that becomes less about protesting and more about... Right! Ideas like, come protest. on yeah, now. I don't believe
0: in... Uh, <laughs> come on. I don't believe in looting. <laughs> right? I don't believe in looting. Like, If it's not the end of the world, don't go stealing TVs and all this stuff. Like, right! Like, just stealing. It's just, it's like, it's... Come
2: on, man. Like, y'all really use this mad death as a way to go and steal y'all some pants that's crazy that's crazy to me that's crazy it's outrageous that's why i say i can't be you know i i give more power to the um what's those called the, i just said the name but i give more power to the people who are on the front line and they're marching and they're advocating for this but i am not a front line person because i get mad too easily and they'll probably kick me off the boat or something because i will be mad
1: <laughs> hey at least you know that about yourself and you're doing something yeah. about it <laughs> like that's that's cool yeah I think yeah I mean I remember uh just watching a lot of this stuff going on last year and the most I did was like you know uh social media messages or supporting friends who were doing stuff because like I'm a small person I don't have any sort of of like defense I'm like a hundred pounds <laughs> like you could blow on me and I would topple over um so, like, I, I definitely took a step back from that one because I did see, like, a lot of the, the violent protests that were going on. But I was also watching the streams of, like, the peaceful protests, and those were cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some people making really clever signs that I laughed at. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think I think just the, the, the riots that went on were very unfortunate for both sides, and I don't think either side really agreed with them. Um but I think like the main message people still pretty much agree on they just like disagree on the semantics right, of it. Right right. Not including the the extremists of course, but I think the normal the normal man, the normal person um everybody pretty much agrees with the message.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Of like we just got to we just got to be better
0: do better be better <laughs> do better be better <laughs> yeah man it's such a good
1: name <laughs> I love the name of the podcast by the way. <laughs> do better be better it's just simple and to the point
0: and that was like one of the last things I wanted to say uh, to black people like if we're gonna do stuff we have to do it right you know uh, and we need to stick together in these bigger fights and we can't just lay down for any small morsels like oh uh, like I think last year the last year Grammys or something because the Grammys is a big deal because usually even with an uh, just a nomination you get a lot more publicity the money comes in pretty much like you get a Grammy or a Grammy nomination now you get a lot more opportunities like it might not be a big deal to us and stuff but uh, people they've made it so it's such a prestigious thing to get and I've seen a lot of black artists they was like oh you know uh, we got like a few more winners this year you know like, maybe it's not, you know, so bad. And it's like, come on, man. Like, people have been protesting this for a while. Even Will Smith, like, protested it uh, back when he was still rapping, way back, uh, early 90s. And it's like, we're still dealing with the same stuff. And even he has said, you know, he wasn't going to go to it. And we have our own stuff and, like, BET and stuff, and we don't support it. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't go to the BET Awards. People don't tune in to watch it. It's like, why did we create this if we're not going to support it? So, you should support um, your businesses and stuff because people of other races, they support their own people, their small businesses. Uh, like, if I ask sometimes uh, some of my Latin friends, like, oh, where do you go to the grocery store at? And they go to the place right in the neighborhood that's like on the corner. Get their vegetables, their meats and stuff. They barely go to Jewel or Aldi's and all that stuff. They might go to Aldi, but they barely go to Jewel's, Mariano's and stuff. Like they can get everything they need in their neighborhoods Uh, or even some of the Asian communities. Like we have a Chinatown. There's a Koreatown. Like you could go there and they could get their foods and stuff and they support their businesses. And I think a lot more people should do that. And we should also help each other more
1: mm-hmm.
0: on issues like if you see something happening, we can't ignore people going through this stuff. Like the stuff that's happening with uh, Mexicans and their kids and stuff being locked up at the border and everything, and the conditions there is terrible. It's like that could happen to anybody. In World War Two, they had Asian uh, concentration camps. And Asian people thought that was going to happen again once the COVID-19 stuff started. And it's like, that's why we need to all have each other's back. And not just be quiet and just be like, oh, that's their fight. That's not my fight. Because, you know, we're all in this together. We all want to be treated fairly. Uh, Who knows if there's a such thing as true equality, but we can at least all get treated fairly. Anybody else got any closing statements on the topic?
1: I mean, I think you said it pretty well. You didn't see me, but I was like nodding a <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I was going like, yep, yep,
0: yep. What about you, Ray?
2: Um. Yeah, you said a lot. <laughs> you covered all the bases, but yeah, I just want to reiterate that everybody has a place in the fight. And you know, like um we were saying earlier, well not me, but we're saying earlier, um if someone can't get out and be on the front lines because you know they're just not able to, they have a place, you know. Maybe they cook food and you know, cook for the people who are on the front lines, or maybe they just support by sharing a post, you know. So I feel like everybody has a place in the fight, and I, I do want nah Nah, I don't want to offend anybody, but I do want Black people to stop (laughs) gatekeeping the the movement, the fight. I want us to stop gatekeeping the fight. When I say that, I mean stop gatekeeping as far as other Black people. Stop trying to, you know, tell other Black people, oh, you shouldn't do it this way. Oh, you shouldn't fight this way. Yes, we should sit down and come up with effective ways to fight, but... There are, there should be, there should never be one black person telling another black person, you know, that their way of feeling is wrong. Like with the N-word argument, you know, if somebody isn't offended, okay, that's cool. You know, that's fine. You don't. everybody doesn't have to be on the same page as far as like issues like that. Everybody doesn't have to be on the same page as long as everybody is on the same page with the bigger issue. That's all I have to say.
0: Okay. You got anything to say to that, Baylor? You agree?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, every everybody has the things that they're fighting for and everybody has, like, the different ways that they're going to fight for it. I think um, telling one person they can or can't fight for a specific thing or that they're doing it right or wrong is, like, not really your place to say. Um, I think it's a do what you can and let other people do what they can kind of a situation
0: all right thank you for tuning in to another episode of the do better be better podcast i hope you guys enjoyed yourselves don't forget to rate on whatever platform you listen to this on and you can join in on the conversation by going to the facebook group at do better be better podcast